Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. Today is August 9th, 2023. Remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, if you're a little older, you will always remember the news that Buster Douglas, a greater than 30 to 1 underdog, had defeated Mike Tyson. After that fight, you may have asked yourself how Douglas, who was a ranked contender, who had had big fights, who had done well in some big fights, you may have asked yourself why you didn't at least put a dollar on Buster Douglas. Right, because the odds were so skewed, the risk reward was so good. How could you not take a chance on a long shot? Because of course, in boxing, long shots hit. Right, within the last few months, we've had Sebastian Fundora knocked off. Right, upsets happen. Well, you have a chance to grab an underdog here who happens to be one of the hardest punchers in the heavyweight division. I'm not talking about Anthony Joshua, folks. I'm talking about his opponent, Robert Hellenius. Understand, this is a guy who twice stopped Konotsky. Twice. This is a guy who went the distance with Dillian White. This is a guy who sparred extensively with Deontay Wilder. By the way, that Wilder fight where he gets knocked out in the first round, that's the fight before his recent fight. What I want you to do is to look at the film of the fight. There's Hellenius against a guy with arguably the best punch in the heavyweight division. And it's Hellenius on his front foot backing Wilder into a corner where Wilder from the corner stops Hellenius. So this is a real opponent. Sometimes the public gets caught up in the hype. They're caught up in the hype on this fight. When's the last time you saw Anthony Joshua look like Anthony Joshua? Was that his last fight that went the distance against Jermaine Franklin? Was that in the two fights that he had against Usyk? Folks, it's been a while since Anthony Joshua has inspired fear. Right? Let's remember that Jermaine Franklin fight. Franklin's not on his back foot hiding from Joshua. Franklin is there in the pocket. He's allowing a pocket to be created so he could trade with Anthony Joshua. He wasn't running from Joshua. Now we have this fight. And understand, Hellenius does not have to be perfect. He doesn't have to fight the perfect fight. He could be outboxed in this match. All he has to do is turn over one right hand on a guy who was knocked down by Vladimir Klitschko, then was knocked down multiple times by Andy Ruiz. 
Think about the pressure on Joshua, too. I know everyone's looking tough in these pressers and stuff like that, but think about the pressure on Joshua. You have British fighters, right? Dillian White, Carl Frotch, you know, being asked questions about their countrymen on whether or not he still wants to fight, whether he's still dedicated to the sport. That was after Joshua's last fight. Right? Google the comments of Tyson Fury, Dillian White, Carl Frotch. Right? They were all asked. In other words, the press wants to know whether Joshua is still committed to the sport. So the pressure's on Joshua to do something. Right? Think about the added pressure, too. Joshua, if he wins this fight, is going to face Deontay Wilder. We all know Wilder just knocked out Hellenius in the first round. Joshua needs to prove to us that not only is he committed to the sport, but that he's as good as Wilder, that he can deliver the kind of performance that Wilder has against this opponent. Now, before the Jermaine Franklin fight, Joshua said that if the fight went the distance, he would be disappointed in himself. Well, here he is against Hellenius. I'm just telling you, folks, Hellenius is not going to be running. He has a much heavier punch than Jermaine Franklin. He's going to be in the ring looking for Joshua like he was looking for Deontay Wilder two fights ago. Right? This is a tough guy. When he beat Konotsky, that was a Konotsky crowd. Right? So, somehow the genius is at the sports book. And I really don't mean to blame them. What they're trying to do is to level the book and collect the VIG. So they're really reading the market. But understand, the market they're reading seems to feel that this fight's a foregone conclusion. Understand, folks, when a fighter is a 9-to-1 favorite, 9-to-1, they're telling you that he wins nine times every time the other guy wins once. 9-to-1 odds give the opponent a 10% chance of winning. Let me repeat that, a 10% chance of winning. Believe it or not, the Hellenius side of the play, you're actually getting something like a plus 950 right now. In a fight where I believe someone is going to get a knockout. In other words, to me, the best bet in this fight is that the fight doesn't go the distance. Right? Joshua really needs a performance here. He needs to land big punches. Right? He doesn't want people to remember Deontay Wilder's first round knockout and then remember that he let this guy go the distance. Right, folks, understand. Andy Ruiz went the distance against Joshua in the rematch. We're several fights in now. 
to guys going the distance against Anthony Joshua. So let's talk about the odds. The prop, and I know it sounds long, the prop that this fight does not go the distance, and I'm just going to look at the bets I've made, is a minus 477, right? That's big. It's a minus 477. But what I want people to realize, <laughs> believe it or not, why the bet's doable is you're getting better than a plus 900 on Hellenius, one of the hardest punchers in the heavyweight division. A guy, by the way, with a resume, right? He's fought people like Derek Chisora. He's not going to be blinded by the lights here. This was a decorated amateur. So, just understand, the bet I got on Hellenius is a plus 972. You can work out the minus 477 that the fight doesn't go the distance by using it as a hedge to cover home run plays. Let's talk about the home run plays that I've taken. Hellenius, plus 972. Folks, that's absurd. This is a credible heavyweight opponent. Again, he's fought and gone the distance with White. He fought and went the distance with Derek Chisora, beat Chisora, right? He fought Deontay Wilder. He fought Kanatsky twice. Kanatsky was unbeaten before the first fight. Hellenius wins both of those fights by stoppage. Kanatsky, much less bashful than Anthony Joshua. Much more in your face. Much higher volume. Just look at the punch stat numbers. Much higher volume than Anthony Joshua. Now let's get bold here. And let's talk about some props that I've grabbed. Understand a Hellenius fight is such that Hellenius, the first two rounds, is kind of feeling you out. I believe his last fight, he got a third round KO, right? By the way, in terms of KOs, understand, you have to go back to 2018 to find a Hellenius fight that didn't end by stoppage, whether he was getting stopped by Deontay Wilder or whether he was stopping his opponent. Right, so understand, for the last five years, Hellenius fights have not gone the distance. So, given that Hellenius takes a couple of rounds to get going, and given that he's a big puncher, and let's be blunt here, this is what it is. I believe you have to question Anthony Joshua's ability to recover. Right? This isn't the guy who gets off the canvas and who knows how to grab you and burn time off the clock. You remember how Daddy looked when he got off the canvas against Vladimir Klitschko? He's over by the ropes against one of the premier closers in the heavyweight division at the time. 
right? Vladimir Klitschko had free reign. After the fight, Vladimir Klitschko got criticized for not taking out Anthony Joshua in those moments, right? The Klitschko people apparently thought that Joshua was just going to keel over. They didn't realize the urgency in capitalizing on getting Joshua hurt in the middle of that fight, right? But understand, as you saw that fight, it wasn't like Joshua was moving behind a jab or clinching. He didn't look like Larry Holmes looked when he got off the canvas against Ernie Shavers. Then, of course, the Andy Ruiz fight. Could Joshua have looked worse? Right, Joshua looked like he had no clue how to prolong that fight. You might recall, too, Joshua's hurt. Joshua's over by the ropes during some of the knockdowns. Joshua didn't know where to go when he was hurt. So understand, we're here questioning whether Joshua is fully committed to continuing his career. Here he is against the closer who hasn't been forced to go the distance for the last five years. You and I know that if Joshua gets hit hard in the third or fourth rounds, this fight's not making it to the 10th. So, while I expect Joshua to win the fight by stoppage, here are the bets I've thrown out there. I've already mentioned the fight doesn't go the distance, minus 477. I have Hellenius to win, plus 972. Right, folks? Anytime the casino is giving a real heavyweight, particularly someone who's one of the hardest punchers in the division, less than a 10% chance of winning the fight, that bet makes itself. You have to take the casino up on that. Plus 972. Now here's where we swing for the fences. Hellenius by KO. Plus 1480. Folks, they're giving you almost 15 to 1. Hellenius rounds 1 to 3. And I admit, Hellenius takes a couple of rounds to get going. Plus 6,540, right? It's a plus 6,540. Hellenius rounds four to six. That's a plus 5,210. Better than 50 to one odds, right? You should not be getting such odds in heavyweight fights involving two contenders. Right, and of course, Hellenius rounds seven to nine. That's 54 to one. That's a 5,400. Right, so I admit Joshua likely wins by KO. Just like before the Mike Tyson Buster Douglas fight. I'm sure the popular feeling was that Mike Tyson likely wins by KO. But understand. Joshua is not fighting an amateur. Joshua is fighting a guy who went the distance with Dillian White, who beat Derek Chisora, 
who beat Konotsky twice by stoppage, whose idea of fighting Deontay Wilder was to back up Wilder. Right, this is a brave soul. This is the cagey vet. This is the guy in his mid to late 30s who only has to be right once against Joshua. So the minus 477 is simply to cover my bets on the Hellenius side of the play. If Joshua gets a KO, okay, great. I break even. I live for another day. If Joshua looks like Mike Tyson did against Buster Douglas and isn't ready, right? Joshua has never gotten a knockout while with Derek James. James is a great trainer. But just understand the history just isn't there between the two guys. This is a relatively new relationship. Joshua needs to sell the fans on the fact that he's ready for Deontay Wilder. If you're fighting an opponent who Wilder just knocked out in the first round, you have to seriously hurt that opponent for that comparison to be reasonable. So I'm using the opportunity to take the Fight doesn't go the distance prop as a hedge. And I'm speculating on Robert Hellenius. This is his moment. After he lost to Deontay Wilder, I'm sure he thought, well, I'm old. There were a lot of other guys in the heavyweight division, right? Joe Joyce, Gili Zhang, just to name two of them, Philip Bergovic, who I believe is the heir apparent, right? And he had to realize, too, at the very top, there's unsettled business, right? Fury, Usyk, how many times are they going to fight each other? How long is that going to deny others an opportunity? And, of course, there's Daniel Dubois, who's about to fight Usyk. So I'm sure Hellenius thought, okay, well, my time's run out after losing to Wilder. Now they've tapped him on the shoulder. He just got a knockout. He just had a long camp. He's sharp. He looked sharp in his fight. Now they've tapped him on the shoulder and said, hey, do you want to fight Anthony Joshua? And he realizes, wow, if I beat Joshua, then I'm back in the middle. Right? If he beats Joshua, think about it. There's the possibility of a rematch with Joshua. There's the possibility of him fighting Wilder, who he sparred with, who he went after, when the guys fought each other. And, of course, there's the hope that if he beats Joshua and Wilder, then he's the person who would be there for the winner of Fury Usyk. But I need for folks to understand the risk involved. This is the adult part of the Internet. If... You make these bets, and if this fight goes the distance, and if Hellenius isn't the winner, right? I got a plus 972 on Hellenius. If it goes the distance and Hellenius wins, great. 
But if it goes the distance and Anthony Joshua, who's fighting in his backyard, who is a box office king, who the fans believe in to the point where a fighter like Robert Hellenius is going off at a plus 972. If Anthony Joshua wins this fight by decision, you lose it all. That's the risk I'm taking. Let me hear from you. I think this fight is badly mispriced. Right? Joshua's a lot of things. He's not defensively blessed, folks. Right? I recall Joshua getting hit with some very good shots from not just Andy Ruiz, not just Usyk, but people like Alexander Povetkin. Right? Punchers like Hellenius aren't there to win every round. They just need a round where they land flush on you. Then the world changes. This is how I'm playing it. Let me know how you're playing it in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.